What's up, everybody? It's your favorite pirate captain, Chip of the Riptide Pirates. And I heard you wanted to get out on the seas and do a little pirating yourself. So here's five tips to being a pirate. Tip number one, make sure to keep your ship in tip-top condition. Repair any damage right away, and don't forget to swab the deck. Just make sure to put up a wet floor sign. Whoa, whoa! Tip number two, prepare to lose everything and everyone you've ever loved. Look at those around you, those you care about. Make sure to picture them dead every time you close your eyes. So that way when it happens, at least you're prepared. Tip number three, don't forget your trusty pirate hat. How's anyone gonna know you're a pirate if you're not wearing one? Land ho! And that brings me to tip number four, make sure you borrow any treasure that you find. You're not a pirate without some booty, right? Hey oh! And our last one on the list, tip number five. Familiarize yourself with the sight of blood and the deafening sound of cannon fire. There's a price on your head now, which means in every single moment, whether you're awake or lying asleep, someone out there wants to plunge their sword into your chest just to get a little bit of gold. And they could be looking for you. Hell, maybe they already found you. But if they did and you didn't know it, it's probably too late. And that looks like all five of Captain Chip's pirate tips. Now get out there, get sailing, and good luck. Previously in the Black Sea, after the short rest under the tent of a mysterious merchant, you were ambushed by three of the pirate crew that's taken over the capital. All except Gillian were shackled and led by these three directly to their captain. Upon arrival into the throne room, Jay deduced the illusory terrain that was obscuring the truth of the interior. Countless egg sacs stuck along the walls connected by a web of red veins that all led to the massive egg sac that illuminated the captain and the rest of her crew. Gilly made it to the guard's entrance into the dungeon and freed both Star, a, su a surviving satyr, and a familiar tabaxi, after beheading the crew member responsible for watching over these prisoners. Gil's group rushed up and out to the ground floor of the palace only to be halted by a similar network of a giant spider's webbing. The captain who seemingly sees all told you their long-term goal to create a vessel for the Dread Queen to be resurrected into, and gave a generous offer to leave the rest of you alive and free if you sacrificed Jay. Of course, a no-brainer decision. You broke from the chains, brandished your weapons, and so the journey continues. And to begin, I just need everybody to roll initiative. The vibe today is thick and foul. 13. That's gonna be a hull Evan. I got a 20. To the second you break free from the chains, Chip yells hot mode, and that person on the side begins playing their violin, the soft song, and you look over as soon as your flames ignite, you see Chip, you see Queen immediately recognizes this tune, this melody, and they begin to back up, still shackled in fear, and they go, no, I, no, no, I know this song. And then before they get another word out, the hooded figure on the left of the captain yells, Tempest! 
As the clock in her chest violently rotates and purplish silver strands of arcane wisp like tendrils around her, uh, they begin to uh, wrap around her staff as she slams it on the ground, letting out this a hollow chime followed by a bubble of distortion. The flickering flames of Chip's swords slow until even the tiniest of particles of the flame completely stops. Oh, fuck. Alongside everyone else in the room. <laughs> oh, fuck. Wait, we all just stopped in time? We're just gonna time power. Oh, fuck. <laughs> that was fucking quick. Wait, 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 wait. The vertical eye in the captain's forehead slowly changes from a white to a red glow. And both of your visions fill with red before suddenly you're watching the next 24 seconds. Each of you put up a desperate fight. With every new attempt at taking back the advantage, you watch yourselves be misled until you're led to your end, knowing that Gillian will burst the doors to witness the aftermath. And then quickly, your perception returns to reality. Time is still halted. It's a fucking JoJo villain. What the fuck are you guys <laughs> fighting, dude? You guys are fucked. Her lips can't move. With time standing still, but you hear the captain's voice again. Admirable. That you would still fight. But as you just saw, you will be outclassed. If what you say is true, I have little interest in killing Captain Hendrix's playthings. Nor will I be stopped from reunion with my love. Perhaps I should be more empathetic to such blossoming rookies. I can't open my mouth still, we're all stuck still. Also frozen, you <laughs> yeah, hear yeah, this in your mind telepathically. I can't even banter! <laughs> That's how you know it's bad. <laughs> this is how the DM gets us to not interrupt the fucking monologue. So I'll give you another chance. Here's the deal. You asked me what you will get in return as if you have any... ...leverage. How about this? Not only will I spare each of your lives in this room, I'll even offer to escort you and yours to the place marked on the map that we stole. In return, you will help me finish what I've started. You can turn over the rest of the survivors because I know they are all hiding somewhere. Or, an arm and a leg, from the girl with the rarest blood. Time resumes. As time resumes and the flame starts to flicker again, so does the tune of the violin. What Doesn't even seem like- What is that melody? <laughs> what is that melody? Can I insight check? Queen and just see how they're like looking hearing the song because they did react to it. You don't need to roll because they have fallen on their ass and and and, and they're, okay, they're, so they're, they're frightened. They're frightened. Yeah, okay. they're panicked. I'll let you roll Arcana, Arcana Jay. I rolled a nine. It's not good. Uh, unfortunately, with a nine, you have little idea of what kind of magic is in this room or how powerful the magic is coming from the sorceress. Where's Jay? It looks like Jay is about maybe 20 ish, 30 ish feet or so she's at the far end by the wall but to you chip it still looks like she's just deeper into this darkened corrupted forest Gandhi. yeah what's up how attached <laughs> <laughs> it 
my to my arm and leg. I mean, like pretty attached, man. How attached are you to your arm and leg? <laughs> I'd give them up. I don't, I don't know, know man. Like, literally attached. <laughs> Quite literally, yeah. Don't, I'm gonna, was just thinking out loud. Just thinking out loud. Okay. Um, as Jay here, I guess not talking out loud anymore. If I agreed to give you my arm and leg, would you let them go first? You can roll persuasion. My persuasion's not great. Twelve. How about at the same time? And when you say give over the survivors, do you mean like the ones we have here? Or like the other ones? Just trying to clarify stuff right now. Just trying to get it all figured out. She clarifies the ones that are hidden, not the ones in the room. So that underground colony of people surviving in the subterranean hideout, all of those people. That's knock. Uh, Included. That's Bird Bird! And I guess, is that including the two people we have with us? Because they're technically a part of that camp. These two in the room, they assume are a part of your crew. You might be able to guess. But she offered everyone in the room right now to be free. Okay. Igneous and Zamia would be chilling. I'd like to look over to Igneous and Zamia. Like, how, what are their vibes right now? Like, they got... <laughs> Angry. <laughs> probably unchill, right? I imagine it's unchill. You clarified out loud about the survivors, and they both snap their heads at you, Zamia. looks furious and frightened, and Igneous looks sad and angry at the prospect. But they're both chained, and... Because I don't want to influence your decisions, we'll say that their mounts are covered by the chains. I'd like to look around the room for entry and exit points. You're looking for exit and entry points, and all you see around you is that misty floored, dark forest, leafless black trees. So you can roll investigation or arcana. I would like to investigate, see if there are ways out. It is a 19. As you start looking around, looking for a way to escape, the terrain begins to waver in your vision as you start to notice that things just aren't lining up in perspective. And for your vision, your perception, this magic drops and you are in the center, close to the throne, close to the captain, the center of a throne room. Uh, that is completely darkened with just the red glow of the giant uh, egg sack and countless ones that are covering the walls and the ceiling all connected to it. And at the very back, maybe 40 to 60 feet behind you is the entrance from when you came to two massive sturdy doors that are shut and there seems to be reflective runes on it. I look at Zamia and Igneous. Well, we can't give up the survivors. I look to Jay. And I'd rather not give up Jay's arm and leg. Stand still for a moment. Looking as if he's he's pondering, he's thinking, he's looking at all his friends. I'm gonna attack the chains. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna attack the chains. Which chains? There are four attached to the NPCs. You have two attacks, you can pick one, two of them on one. Griffin. Or... Smart. So you rush over to Griffin and smash down twice on the chains that are binding him. Go ahead and roll to hit. All right. At first one is a 15. 15 does not hit. Second one is a... Come on. 11. No! So you smash down as the fucking uh, metal reverberation sings through the room and... 
The captain just sort of looks up disappointed and everyone else begins to rush in and combat begins. Get over near Griffin and I just say, still got that infrared cannon? <laughs> I told you I was low. I have a plan if we can get away from them. This is a run situation, by the way. Yeah, the, the runes, the doors and runes on them is where I went, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, Chip, after you look around and you strike the chains, realizing that these are going to be terribly hard to break with metal on metal, the captain looks up with like a sort of a disappointing gaze and says, should you change your mind at any point? You could spare us of this waste. And then she jumps up with those massive spider legs that sort of come out of her back. She jumps up onto the ceiling and all of her eyes that sort of flash this white in the room. And I just need you guys to make charisma saving throws. No plus fours today. Fucking garbage 12. Got a 16. The foulness of her very present as her eyes flash uh, almost sort of sink into your being, your consciousness. And from now until she drops the spell. You guys have to subtract a d4 from your attacks and ability checks. Charlie, you want to roll the d4s? Yeah, guys, I'll roll the d4s. <laughs> I just, I don't know, i just give you something <laughs> no, to do. No, 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 I'm into it. I'm into it. I'm into it. Happy to help. You always roll low. <laughs> Afterwards, just after this happens, Jay, your attention is caught by the sorceress who has this sickly sort of purple silvery magic that swirls around the uh, orb at the top of their staff and then it shoots out this, this dart, this ray. It is a 10 to hit. That does not, no. You like, like roll out of the way and you hear the sizzle as it sort of cracks and decays the ground around it uh, that it hits. Uh, speaking of Jay, next up is you. Okay, um, how close am I to the wall? I don't see the vision anymore, so there's a wall in here somewhere. But how close Which, am I there to are the four, wall? There are four walls of a normal chamber. Yeah. You just sort of dodge out of the way, so you're about 10 feet, and as you kind of dodge out of the way and see this happen, you also see the uh, changel, Yuridi, fly upwards and yank the people in chains with her, and at the same time, uh, that, that, that gluttonous gluto, the, the gluttonous, multi-layered, dragon turtle-looking uh, humanoid, yeah. jumps up with her and begins to like grab onto the chains and slam these uh, slam your friends down onto the ground. What do you do with your turn? You would have also heard, I mean, everyone's voices carries throughout the chamber, so you're able to hear normally. You would have also heard her say, if at any point you change your mind. I did hear that, but I think for now we're going to roll with this. Go for it. A little panicked. Jay kind of like sweeps out of the way of this of this magic bolt that, that hits the ground next to her and she's going to yell out to her crew, get out of the chains and come to me. And then she's going to turn around towards the wall, point her fingers backwards and say, fire away. And a fucking cannon spawns in front of her and shoots down the goddamn wall. Oh, shit. It spawns a dark pearlescent cannonball in front of me and shoots towards your target, which my target is the wall. Uh, it's a DC 15 saving throw, but it's a wall. I don't think it's gonna, you know, dodge, and it does <laughs> double damage to structures. Well, hang on. What's the wall's dex, man? What if it does dodge? <laughs> what are you gonna do with that? What if the point? bricks all get out of the way? <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll feel bad. I'll feel really bad. Okay, I'm gonna roll 10d10. Do you have that many? Well, no, I'm just doing it on D&D Beyond. It's on the internet. There's infinite. There's infinite. <laughs> Let's see the money. Oh, I'm seeing a lot of big numbers. Okay. 65 damage. That's really respectable. God, I hope that breaks through a wall. 
Can you do it again? Only once per long rest. So, like, this is my gambit. This is, like, if this doesn't work, I don't know what the fuck I'm gonna do. That's super respectful. <laughs> no, that's good. That's, like, a higher end. Yeah, if it doesn't break, I'm just hey, guys, how about that varmint leg? <laughs> yep. Concerning. You conjure up the dark pearlescent ball, and it <laughs> crashes into the wall and it creates, like, a, the, a, 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 a cannonball sized crater inside of it as it shoots directly for from it and like some of the stone uh, scatters and shoots off uh, and crumbles all around it and if you look through the hole in the wall you see that it leads to a another chamber that is not lit and then you do see the ball still glowing embed itself uh, um, far deep into the far wall on this side of the chamber however big a cannonball is that's big, about how big but not big enough next up the Massive Minotaur with four arms jumps down from the platform the entire crew is sort of waiting on and he cracks his neck, cracks all of his knuckles at the same time, and he goes, No, this is the option I would have picked. <laughs> and then he gets down like a track runner on all fours. And he looks up and sees the line of your crew members ship directly toward Jay. And he's, you better dodge. And then bull rushes straight through all of you oh, in hopes to hit Jay. Everybody roll a deck save, except for Jay. I'm going to roll the hit. Allow me to roll some D4s, gang. <laughs> Chip, you get a minus. One! That's nice. right. Jay, you get a minus. I, I don't have a minus to anything because there's no deck save. He's just hitting me. So I get a 21. Rogues, you're not going to take any damage from that. For Jay, does an 18 hit? No, because it casts shield. Chip, you managed to successfully get out of the way. Queen Hover gets completely trampled. Uh, and some of the uh, some of the crew can't dodge, but they get just sort of whipped out of the way by the chains that they're grappling on as they're being sort of puppeted around and, and slung around by a Uridi. And Jay, you bring up that arcane shield just in time where the tips of his horns and his his skull just sort of almost like pierces through it, but it's being uh, the, the, the web of the arcane is holding itself together to block his charge. And you see behind him, he left behind a trail of lightning and he oh goes you did well to not get hit well too close of a call better lose my arm and leg anyway holy shit wonderful Gillian, yes your group yourself the sort of charming but roughed up uh satyr star the cleric and the tabaxi who you saw in a vision after slaying one of the corrupted uh hollowed all of you come up to the entrance or the exit to the dungeons and you see in front of you not it's similar to the webbing in the forest but instead of the webs being connected by trees it covers almost everywhere your eyes can see leading up from this door to the only way up to the second floor of the steps and roll an arcana check arcana As you notice, there's something odd different about these okay. specifically uh, gods, lend me your knowledge! 17, actually. Every now and then, through the webs inside of them, you'll see almost like an electric current. Oh. Okay. Interesting. Interesting, interesting. Okay. All right. This is a problem, uh, Star says. This is a problem, and it appears there. Hang on. I learned this trick at the underwater farm, and <laughs> I pull out a, uh, like a small, like, blade of grass, and I touch the web with it. Because if you touch an electric fence with a blade of grass, you feel a little tingle, and you know <laughs> if it's electrified. How do you know that? 
Raising Kelpies. The blade of grass tingles. There are electric currents in the webs. Something's wrong with this grass. <laughs> so, um, okay. Um, okay. The webs are electrified, but I don't see any uh, speeds raised. Does anyone have a way to blast through it? Because I don't think I can mission impossible this. I'm weakened as all of us are. Yes. My only option would be to cause uh, open a door to the other side, but only myself and one another. The satyr goes, I can't do any of that. I'm just a, okay. you know, normal guy. To pat the tobacco, he goes, well, um, I could be a rat. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's great. What did you say your name was? You can call me Green. Green. Okay. Green, you rat. And, um... All right, Star, you do that door thing. So that just leaves me and... Just you. Just me. Okay. Getting through it. Yeah. Then I'll just Misty Step. All right, how far does Misty Step go? Say yours first. You're looking about okay. 150 feet of oh, movement. Oh, fuck off. Um, how far does Misty Step go? 30. <laughs> That's it? Really? <laughs> yeah. Okay. okay. Then, uh, then it might not even be You've got worth a long it. haul to get through. Can you turn me into a rat? I cannot. That's all right. You you guys go ahead. I'll figure this out. Um, I'm going to uh, <laughs> reach into my fucking bag. Um, God, there's no good way. You've given me the one thing that Gillian is so bad at. Um, I reach into my bag. I'm going to chug a greater healing potion. Um, if it helps you, there are no deck saves involved with this. Okay. All right. I'm going to chug a greater healing potion just in case. So I get 15 back. That's that's, that's not, not bad. Um, okay. What was it? Survival last time? You can either roll investigation or survival to, to determine where is safe to move on the webs. Okay. With your last experience, there are parts of the webs that are stickier than others. What would the and what would the rule be to just like straight up book it Mission Impossible style, like <laughs> try and dive through it? I want yeah, I want athletics. I'm talking. <laughs> I'm talking sprinting. I'm talking leaping. I'm talking kicking off the walls. I'm talking turning into a corkscrew midair. The more I'm saying it, it sounded like acrobatics, and it's not good. <laughs> well, you have to do this for like you know over a hundred feet, yeah. and they're very, it's it's covered everywhere. So it's yeah. it's sticky. It's a lot of webbing. It's like it's like you're in a giant spider's web okay. or nest, and you're trying to get through it without getting stuck. Okay. Let me just check my let me just check my spells one more time. I do it. Before I do some stupid shit. Before I do something stupid. You also stupid. could miss you step at least 30 feet forward. I know, but out of 150, it just doesn't even feel... Um, do what you will. Do what you will. I've got it. I pull out the size coin. <laughs> All right. Okay. This, this is going to go terribly. This either goes, <laughs> goes really well or not. You watch as the tabaxi sort of uh, swirls some black and decayed leaves around him that were just going to scatter through the webs and the floors and then... Transforms into this rat and begins to run through the, like the small crevices yes. in the. I will now turn into the grat. Um, I'm gonna roll a d4. One to two is small, three, four is big. Here we go. Small, small. <laughs> <laughs> Let me guess, you're extremely big. I'm extremely big. <laughs> this is not good. This is I'm so not size coin. I'm absolutely huge. How much, how much do you grow? Perfect! Um, I, uh, I grow, I believe I double in all dimensions. And, uh, you know what? You know what? You know what? You know what? I'm already here. We're already doing it. I'm fucking huge. I'm fucking massive. I'm just gonna freaking... Like a like a bull that's had one too many 
One too many bad slaps in the morning. I'm just gonna fucking get through it. I'm just gonna fucking bust through this shit because my friends are waiting on the other side and I'm gonna run and I'm just gonna and I'm just gonna suck it up and I'm gonna <laughs> nut up and I'm gonna bust right through. Roll a strength check uh, this first turn to pull the webs by force as you bull rush through it. Big time rush! And I run through it. That is a 21. This first check is enough to pass. As you plant both feet in, you step on webs immediately, and they need to roll a con save as this electric current kind of zaps through your feet into your body, but you're able to keep moving forward Don't on this turn. Don't even feel it! Let's see, Gillian! That is an 11. <laughs> I, I feel it! You take 27 points of lightning damage. <laughs> 27! <laughs> As you are jolted like getting hit with the taser, you do not, however, get stunned. Which would have uh, been really bad. I absorb- I'm absorbing elements. What the fuck is half of 27? That's insane. 14. Wow! Okay, how far did I make it? A little over a third, assuming you dash, but because you are super big and fighting a ton of webs, even with your strength check, you are- you're- you're a little over a third. Okay, alright. Then I'm gonna guidance myself. And I'm gonna say, it is my destiny to become the spider! And I- Okay. And I- and I go! We'll come back on- on your next turn. <laughs> oh fuck, I'm never getting there. You're never getting there. <laughs> Wait, did any of the other characters escape the chains or try anything? Everyone on this turn so far is still chained up. So Chip, it's your turn. Would you allow me to just switch to the forgetful dagger? Or do I need to use the turn for it? In Baldur's Gate 3, it's an action, so I don't know, should I, guys? Uh, yeah, yeah, you, no, you should- you should let him do it. Yeah, of course, go for it. And I am going to go for a slap on these chains once again. Charlie, with a, a D4, please. Uh, yeah, sorry. All right, sending you good vibes? Oh, it, That's a two. Oh, it don't matter. Uh, I rolled a two. It's a 10 total. These are tough chains. Anything in the room that I could hide behind or in? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. The queen is at the very top. She sees everything. I'll say from her specifically, you get disadvantage, so roll stealth against everyone else regularly. 29 with everybody and 24 with her. From everybody else, you feel particularly hidden. She feels perceptive. <laughs> her gaze is incessantly on you. Damn. The shadows that sort of wisp around her feet, sort of below and build up, begin to build higher until it's completely obscuring her, swirls around like a tornado before it dissipates, and then reforms right uh, about 40 feet away from you, Jay. And I need you to make a wisdom saving though as she speaks another command word and then slams her staff on the ground once oh, again, God. and these silverish, purplish silver tendrils come lashing out at you again. Uh, roll that, roll that d4 for me, Charlie. Yes, ma'am. Uh, that is gonna be a four. Okay, that's an 11. Yeah. We did give a vision saying that this wasn't going to go well. Every turn that, every turn that comes, I'm like dreading the future more and more and more. Either way, uh, you watch as, um, your turn is next, so what were you, what were you gonna do? Oh, what was I gonna do? Yeah, were you gonna move at all? Uh, no, I don't think move. I was probably gonna try to shoot the changel, if anything. As you reach for your weapon, at the beginning of your next turn, you begin to feel uh, and almost see sort of like an after image of your arm as your hand moves slower, like you're being crushed by time itself, to the point where you're moving 
at half the pace and you have been slowed. So your AC now is uh, minus two. You won't be able to use reactions and you have to use either an action or a bonus action. I have to, okay. Uh, you don't have to, but you can only use one okay. or the other. Oh, okay, it's one or the other, gotcha. Yeah, I mean, you know what? I'm slowed. I'll still try to shoot at the changel. That's a three, just so you know. Um, that's a 18 then to hit. Okay, 18 hits. Bad roll, bad roll, seven damage. That's a lucky number! It is. And a it lot of cultures. Next up is the Minotaur directly in front of you. Uh, Gardak Skullcrusher. His name is Skullcrusher? You must be very attached to your limbs to give up everyone's life here for it. They're pretty attached to me, I mean... I wonder shit. how much you'll be attached when they're crushed. And then he raises up two arms and goes to fucking slam on them on you. Yeah, okay, um, I can do a shield this one. No, you can't react, take reactions. So one of them hits. What's the damage, DM? How much damage are we talking? 17 points of bludgeoning damage from one fist that comes down and smashes into your, uh, to one of your shoulders and kind of crushes your arm on the ground. Uh, like getting hit with the like a heavy hammer, and that's going to be Gardak. That's okay. But it's not before the two smaller arms on the uh, wait, out of the ribcage go to uh, pick you up. One. What? <laughs> go ahead and roll acrobatics or athletics. Yeah, that's mean. Okay, that's a fifteen then. That's nice. I pray it's okay. I don't know. I don't really want to be in this guy's arms when I start growling. <laughs> you 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 uh, you use acrobatics. Yes. Because you rolled too low, you're able to get out of the way after freeing and sliding your arm out from under his giant uh, meaty fist. And that is guard deck. Next up, Gillian, you are bull rushing your way Here through. Here we go! <laughs> you're bull rushing your way through. At the, top, at the top of your round, though, however, I'd like you to make a perception check with disadvantage because you're probably not focused on looking around. Um, I'm also stupid as hell. Hang on. Fuck. It was a natural 20 and an 18, so a 19 with disadvantage, actually. Why is that even bad? A 19 with disadvantage is so fucking good. I'm just out of pissed the corner I lost a nat 20. <laughs> <laughs> out, out of the corner of your eye, you see, uh, sort of in the opposite direction of where you were heading, just off to the side, underneath some fallen debris from what looks around the surrounding, like, walls and, and, and overhangs, like, balconies and stuff, there is a glint, a silver shine underneath some of the rubble. And is that, that's where like the web situation is right now? It's off the path. It looks risky, but it, it's something that catches your eye. Okay. It caught my eye. The DM told me it caught my eye. Is it, uh, is it 30 feet away? Yes. Woo! All right. Uh, what, one sec, guys. Something's caught my little eye. I spy and I whoosh, turn into this mist. Uh, and reform uh, by it, and I guess I'll go and um, ch check it out. This little glint of metal, I swear to God, if it's just like a cool rock. <laughs> it's a spoon. Awesome. <laughs> I'll hold on to this for later. Somebody left the silverware here. <laughs> you uh, lift up the rock, you pull out this like very ornate knife from a silverware set. <laughs> I'm fucking kidding. Are you, are you uh, <laughs> why are you silent? No, you lift up the rock. <laughs> <laughs> <You're> <laughs> you uh, reach under and you pull out, uh, attached to a chain, this silver amulet that has a very bright, glowing green gem uh, embedded into it, resting into it. And on the back, it has some sort of inscription. What languages do you speak? Uh, I speak uh, English, Spanish, and Primordial. You are unable to read it, but you mm. have the amulet and you can tell that it is magical. 
Okay. Star, do you know what this thing is? Uh, <laughs> from like hundred <laughs> feet away. <laughs> yeah, you watch just as the two, the Seder and Star, uh, Mary and Star, walk out of the dimension door on the other side, and you yell it out. Look, I found a cool necklace. I don't have my spectacles, so I can't. You know it. See. It's okay. I'll walk it to you. Ah! <laughs> okay. You, when you place your first foot, because you're so much heavier now, the ground below you, in this spot, on the path back to where you were going, is very, very shaky. Like, unstable. Is it gonna take away from my movement to cast Guidance? Like, is it gonna take away from how far I can go? Technically, yeah, but it, it, we're not we're not gonna worry about okay. movement and stuff for this. Okay, um, then I'll just Guidance myself. It is my destiny to get to my friends and to bring this necklace and uh, maybe to find a spoon along the way because I've been looking for one. I lost mine. I think Chip stole it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'll also put the necklace on. I don't know if it's okay. a... I mean, maybe it's cursed, but whatever. Um, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> I'm just going to keep trying to get through these fucking webs, man. I mean... Okay, are you doing anything different to try and avoid uh, the ground crumbling from beneath you? I mean, I'm gonna touch all these webs anyway. Maybe I can kind of, like, Spider-Man it where I'm holding on to them a little bit to support my weight and kind of just fucking fling myself and just keep barreling because I'm not very dexterous and I'm not very light and I have <laughs> nothing to help. So you reach up and grab some webs... Hoping to sling yourself up? Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna touch them no matter what, so... I'm, like, running okay. through them well, all. Yeah. The ones that you grab, your hands immediately get stuck to them. Both of your Here hands are stuck. It's alright! It's all about... It's all about elastic... Sus suspension... Spring... Tension... And structure. <laughs> and then I'm gonna fucking try and fling myself. <laughs> okay, first, I'm just gonna say, roll con save as soon as you grab the webs. Don't even feel it! 27. You absorb the electricity. <laughs> okay. I, I supercharge like fucking Turbo the Snail. And I'm, and I'm ready to go. He's ready to go. First roll athletics to pull these, these cords of webs back. Say no they more, are. DM. Extremely tensile. But so am I. 21. Success on this means you're able to pull these as far as you can go before the crumbled rubble uh, blocks your path. And now you're going to be rolling strength to free yourself from the webs at the right moment so that it slingshots you over this path and you don't have to deal with the unstable, potentially crumbling floor. I close my eyes. And the DC is not low. And I remember Grand Peepaw Finn's stories of the flying fish. And I know that it is now little Gillian's time to soar. As I fly. Let's see it, Gillian. As I fly with guidance. As yes. I fly with a 24! Yes! <laughs> He's done it! He's done it! God damn it! The madman! I was born from the sea, but who says I can't grow my own wings? <laughs> fucking sure! Oh man, can we just stay with Gillian? I mean, this is so, this is great. So... 
much better. The shockwave from the release of this this tension as the ground below where you were begins to crumble uh, and a hole opens up and you can see below it leads you actually can't because you get flung over but it's just darkness. <laughs> oh my it, god. You can gather it's the floor below which is where the dungeon was yeah. and you get flung over you rip your <laughs> arms and your entire body off the web as it reaches that sort of like reverse apex I guess where it, you know the rubber <laughs> band and you you start flying and you notice that you're going to hit web either way but you're sort of directly flying towards one of the like sort of archway windows we're doing this shit again <laughs> that is covered by web but if you rip through the web you're gonna go straight through the window Wait, so I don't want to go through the window you remember what happened last time somebody went through a window oh no we're not doing this again <laughs> are we no no there's no plane there's no there's no fucking plane of sand okay wait so I'm going in the in the wrong direction is what I'm hearing pretty much you're going you've, you've flown so far you're now across the hall to where that you are walking down you're going straight for a window covered in web let me just see if the web is able to stick I, I look at the web and I go trap Moline and I'm gonna try and fucking I guess bounce to correct my course I don't fucking know anymore. So you impact with the web and you'll hear the window behind it shatter. Um, but the web is way too strong. You don't rip through it, but you do get stuck to this wall, essentially. Okay. And you're... There's nothing to be done about that. Next up is Chip. Oh, shit. Good luck, guys. All right, so I'm going to jump out and I'm going to attack the, the, the one holding the chains, the changel. She's in the air, unfortunately, which means you can't reach unless... You make a very difficult acrobatics Why check. Why is it difficult? <sighs> you basically have to tightrope balance on one of the chains that are attached to the uh, to attached to your compatriots in order to reach her. Anything elastic in the area? Get your own thing. Maybe you can find a spoon up there. All right, I'll try the I'll try the acrobatics check. No, I got a nine. You use a lot of your movement. You slip and fall off the chains. Um, so you're not going to be able to attack around this turn. I will attack the chains. You can, yeah, go for it. Roll, roll hit. <laughs> yeah. I'll attack the one on Griffin. Um, Charlie, a d4, please, if you don't mind. Oh, only a one. Natural 20. That makes it a 29. Let's go. And you got a fucking crit? Dude, natural Fuck 20. Yes. Well, I rolled, I rolled two ones. No way. Shittiest crit of all time. Um, it is pretty bad. I guess eight is my crit. You're able to get through flink, one of the sides of the chain, one of the links, but it doesn't cut it all the way through to where the chain breaks. Can I just hide? I want to hide. Do you have a bonus action still? Yeah. Roll stealth. 25. Hidden from everyone else, but her gaze is all seeing, and she just sits and watches from the ceiling. Oh, fuck, dude. Next up is the sorceress. She says out, Gardak, can you focus someone else? I will handle the unique one. But I thought we were taking her limbs. And she begins to um, whisper out this uh, infernal unrecognizable language and it crawls into your ears Ugh. Jay I need you to make a wisdom saving throw is this a concentration uh, yeah she, uh, you are no longer slowed oh nice yeah I got an eight so these whispers begins to translate as your eyes glaze over and you become enchanted by their suggestions your friends 
will die. You could be their savior. And you're charmed. And on your next turn, the command you are going to try your best to obey is go towards the sack. Any burlap sacks just lying around <laughs> in the corners of the room, like <laughs> like a small sack of potatoes. Like a, yeah, potatoes. Like you know, surely they just left something. <laughs> what is what is Jay's perception of me? Would she consider me a sack of shit? I do um, consider you a sack of shit. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> no, you register in your mind that the command is to go towards the big giant red egg sack in the main in the behind the throne. You're gonna do this until the end of their next turn, unless you take damage. Okay. Which you don't really know. The only thing that Jay knows in her mind is that they're right. You need to go towards that big red sack or else everyone in the room is going to die. Can I do any other actions or is it all just moving? You have to do your best to obey, so whatever that is. So probably just dashing to the sack. Well, I mean, I mean there's not really many ways to interpret it when you say that I interpret it as the big red sack in the middle of the room. I mean... Dude, yeah, I mean, yeah, it fails to There's, no, there's yeah. no real loop. I, Spells don't have loopholes. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> That's fucked up. Oh, uh, yeah, well, I just head towards the fucking thing in the middle, man. I mean... You make it 60 feet closer, which is right at the... I mean, as soon as you get right up to it, you're within 10 feet of the big sack. You see, it's almost translucent enough to where you can feel and you get that doom, doom, the heartbeat that comes from within. I'm right where I need to be. Because as she's staring at the sack, she's just like, I just watched Jay like move over towards the sack. Like in real time, you see Jay to start dashing over to the sack and she gets right up on it on this round. Queen finally succeeded their role to not be frightened by the music and they're going to try to break out of the chains. Queen does break free. Griff time. Does Griffin get anything because I cracked the Griffin chain? gets advantage because it's cracked, yeah. That's so awesome. Griffin enables to like, Tink, rip that one chain link free from it and then drop the chains from himself. Igneous. Igneous, unfortunately, despite being so uh, burly, fails. Zamia as well, I guess, because they're... I don't know why, but they're not... They, they're not... They're rolling like twos and fours. So the two of them are still chained up. But as soon as Griffin frees himself, Gluto, that massive, monstrous uh, turtle, uh takes the chains that are attached to a shell filled with things and swings it over their head and right onto Griffin. And he puts up his arm made of uh, the, his, his gun, the, the metal, and puts it up and it slams him down and he gets dropped to one knee. And I guess, Chip, you're right. I know you ran off and high hid, so he goes, ah. All right, big guy, I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> so they are sort of, um, Griffin is freed, but he's occupied by Gluto, essentially. And when Clever Queen frees themselves, they start to uh, equip their massive oversized oboes twirled around, and they put it up to their lips, but they tremble before they're able to um, play it. Unfortunately, the violin is just a little louder. Bardic inspiration is drowned out. Oh, man. Next up is Garnak. Well, who am I going to focus on now? She slams his one of his hoofs into the ground and a decently sized piece of stone from the floor rises up as he swings one of his giant fists towards it almost like this uh, electric lightning surges up his leg up his body and into his fist and he hits the rock there's a brief moment of impact before the rock goes flying towards this group uh, of of your 
crew members that are all kind of gathered up in one area. Chip is in the same kind of area, but hidden. And as soon as the rock hits the ground in this area, it explodes with this kind of lightning mixed with debris burst. Um, and I guess Chip, just roll a deck save since you are in the area. 10 total. Chip, you take already halved, you take uh, 20 points of lightning damage. Oof. Oof. Wow. Just the fall off energy from this attack hits you, Chip, and it sends like a, a course of uh, it jolts through your body. Next up. Gillian! Oh! Okay, I hit this web like a human torpedo. How far away am I from the exit, or I guess the end of the web time? We'll see. Go ahead and make your strength check to free yourself from the webs. It's my destiny to just keep on freaking trucking. That is going to be a... 23! I want to hit this freaking web and I want to trampoline off and just keep going. All right, you rip yourself free. You are shredding through... Um, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> How much more do I have to do this? Because it's going to not be good eventually. Roll <laughs> and die. You're just always in contact with the weapon because you're not trying to nope, avoid any danger. Nope, just trying to go, just trying to go, just trying to go, just trying to get there. So I say you make it at the end of your turn, but you have to roll another con save because of the uh, electricity and all the weapons. Makes sense, makes sense, makes sense, because I don't even feel it! 22. Holy shit. I am the lightning. I'll say that uh, you don't even feel it. I transcend, and I gain lightning resistance forever. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> and it finally happens, and I can stop getting struck by lightning every episode. Wait, are you wearing your armor? Yeah, so actually, I, I, I wasn't this whole stealth mission, um, but I do want to put it on the first chance I get. Whenever you finally break through the last part of this area that's been covered with the electric webbing you look behind you and you see that there's just like <laughs> like a trail that has been cut out of all of the webs Jesus there's Christ. some that are just like waving in the air i think i dodged most of them you step out some of it is still kind of like crackling while it's wrapped around your skin you have to like pull it off and throw it onto the ground you're yeah. huge at the moment right Yes. <laughs> yeah. When do you want to put your armor on? Uh, I think it's an action, so I guess when I get the chance to. I'll say that you're not in any combat at the moment, so you can if you want. Okay. Yes. Absolutely. I'll put my armor on. Um, I'll fucking throw back another fucking potion, and I will. Um, I will ask Star about the amulet. Hey. Well, we're just running. It's a bit tight in here, but have you ever seen anything like this? I sort of show the the inscription on it. Dear, I, I think that amulet is... Oh no, you're wearing it already too? Well, yeah, I figured maybe they put something here that could help us for the challenge ahead. Oh no, how are you feeling? Are you enfeebled at all? What? Wait, no, wrong amulet. Sorry, she gets a little closer. <laughs> I am so upset for a second. <laughs> yes, these are the necklaces that um, each of the palace's knights used to wear. And what did they do then? I say, running <laughs> with urgency. Well, assuming that they were all still alive, you'd, they'd be able yeah, to recognize uh -huh. you as one of uh, the knights, but obviously that is not true. And as she's saying this, you actually come up to the steps where you notice the the sets, almost like six or ten of them, these sets of silver armor begin to rise as you approach, animated by these like dark, shadowy tendrils. Uh, 
Um, if only there was some word we could say. Um, I show them the amulet and I say, fear not, I'm that guy. <laughs> you hold up the amulet in front of all of them and it kind of lets out this vibrant cone of a glow. And whereas at first they were hump lumbering toward you, uh, the amulet, the sign of it, has all of these animated pieces of armor, these oh. past lives. Stop. Every single one of them rolled a single digit. And as long as uh, the others stay behind you, and this is pointed at them, they will stay stopped. Does it seem like they're sentient or, or no? It seems like... Um, like One if I you? said, if I said like, come with me, we've got a crew to save. <laughs> like, is that crazy? It doesn't seem like they speak. They don't have like mouths or faces yeah. to form words. Can I cast suggestion on the armor? Yeah, I don't think this is going to, uh... Uh, never mind. Then. I don't think they can hear you. Yeah. Okay, okay. I just wanted to get the vibe. All right, see, uh, I, I will just, uh, I will just hold the amulet out. Don't mind us. Just passing through. Uh, and I'll just keep going. Just, just, uh, just, just one sec start. Just pull out of my bag another healing push. <laughs> just fucking shove it down my gullet. Yes. Um, all our I'm, I'm basically using all of them, and I'm rolling so bad on E. That, like, this one just restored, like, five HP. <laughs> like, <laughs> they, they, this is like the war of a thousand reverse cuts, basically, yeah. Okay, so as you, as your groups begin to kind of run up the half-spiraled or curling staircases that lead up to the second floor, um, you have to point the amulet long enough before they're out of sight, and then they just, the armor sort of, you hear them clank back down onto the ground, and Star grabs the amulet from you, um, and looks at the back and it says, this looks to be giant. Script. Not that I'm the actual giant. amulet. Not no. Not the amulet isn't giant. You have to. If you are born a giant, so small. or a Goliath, this is what it was written. Our emperor was, um, the only one who could speak it. So less giant script, more like fine print. I don't. Yeah, I really can't. I guess it's just too, too small. Very for me fortunate to read. you were able to find this and then it worked. Yeah, I actually just thought it was a cool spoon, and I lost mine. Our staves are likely wherever they were hoarding all of their treasure. Just from overhearing slight conversations from that young thing person and that was watching over the prisoners. Hopefully wasn't a person. Anyway, did they happen to mention where the treasury was? Or do you happen to know where it might be? We're I mean, going it's a palace, so probably close to the... Throne, right? I mean, if I was there a are a countless numbers of rooms and chambers in this palace. It could be any one of them. Well, fuck. We'll look into the doors that we pass on our way. That sounds good. And if we need to get in there and just wreck shop with our fists, so be it, Star. The uh, rat goes from rat back to tabaxi, <laughs> and <laughs> uh, <laughs> and you guys begin to continue up and head through. You're made made it to the second floor without having to fight a ton of. Uh, Just hold on, Chip and Jay. We are coming, and there's a rat. There's a cat now. So Jay is in front of the sack, and the captain uses her monstrous spider legs to sort of climb down the ceiling and onto the wall, still on the wall, above the egg sack and above Jay's head. And 
When she speaks, it's soft and calm and apathetic, but everyone can hear her in the vicinity. I suppose this is your... last chance to make a compromise. And then she opens her mouth, and this red saliva begins to leak out as her jaw extends past the hinge would normally allow, and this liquid begins to leak out onto Jay's head. Just make a deck save. Charlie, roll the d4 first. That's a four. You got this, Condi. Ten total. You stand at the base of this red sack, and this liquid begins to pour down your head, and as it touches the ground at your feet, it almost sort of crystallizes like a translucent red cocoon, and you become restrained. Here we go again. Which means you you can't move. Uh, attacks have advantage, and your attacks have disadvantage. We gotta start being able to do some shit like this, guys. <laughs> I don't know if I want to do that. But like it. I don't know if I want to On do the that. level of this. Next up is Chip. Depending on what you do, you may provoke attacks of opportunity. Just keep that in mind. So what are you going to do on your turn? As long as I can, as long as I attack something, I don't get hit with attacks of opportunity. I'm going to use my fiery blades and I'm going to smack the fuck at the sorcerer. All right. I do think activating them is an action, right? Or a bonus action? Bring them back out. I'll use my bonus action. Hot mode. Run over the sorcerer. And I'll just attack one time. So that's only an 11 to hit. An 11, unfortunately, does not hit. I, uh, fuck, I can't hide. All right, that's it. That's me. I just started questioning. I was like, you guys are level 12, right? <laughs> I have no sp spells or anything, man. Like We went through a whole fucking city to get here. <laughs> and I just fucking suck. And I'm just not there. You slash through a part of her cloak that you think would be a vital or something that would at least knock her concentration on whatever spell she seems to be casting. And you go straight through it like shit. <laughs> Sorry. Next up is the sorceress. She holds concentration on the spell, and the command you hear in your brain, Jay, you don't need to fight. Just don't move. Do I get another wisdom saving through? Uh, according to the spell, there isn't a repeat save. Oh. But I'll double read it. Huh? So I'm just, That's just fucking, I'm just fucking, yeah. <laughs> what? What the fuck is it? What spell is that? Dominate person. That's crazy. Each time the target takes damage, it makes a new wisdom saving throw against the spell. Oh, the fucking cocoon didn't damage me, did it? Not on this turn. Not on the last turn. That's crazy. Quite the devious strategic combo. Hang on, guys! I'm coming! Don't worry, I definitely won't show up right after the bad thing happens. <laughs> I don't know, I just figured you guys have, like, something up your sleeve that you can go do as cool and, like, it's... I do! <laughs> but I'm when I'm there... <laughs> oh, God. Next up would be Jay. But you are dominated and restrained. Queen sees what's happening, and with the only thing that they know how to do, they try to face their fears and inspire you. And the melody of their abode outplays <gasps> the violin. And so one person of your choice gets bardic inspiration. For sure, Chip, right? I feel like it has to be Chip, yeah. And then you can fucking stab this bitch. You can't see, neither of you. I mean, Chip could sort of see, 
but mostly here, Griffin in combat with this giant turtle, and Igneous has managed to break free of the chains and actually grab them and yank Yuridi down to his level and slam his giant amber sword into her. Zamiya at this point is still sort of constrained, but you can see that she is expanding more and more as if they are there soon to burst. Griffin, after he takes a slam from the spike sort of shell of that turtle who is not wearing it but using it as a weapon and a storage unit in itself, it's extremely heavy. The spikes embed into him. His eye, uh, from the from his forehead, from his from his hairline, uh, blood begins to trickle down his face, and he holds out his gun and he follows Chip's lead and he shoots at the sorceress. And this almost like a a, a burst of you know, four or five bullets go flying towards Sorceress, and he does roll enough to hit her, and she fails the concentration. Ah! Oh! oh my god! Ah! Fuck! I mean, that's, like, great, but I'm also still restrained. Dude, but you can resist it now! No, you can actually do shit! I can, I can actually, like, resist it, yeah. It is Gardak Skullcrusher's turn as he sees- Who the fuck cares? <laughs> An unhidden chip. A new target. 21 to hit chip with the first one. As he leaps over, effortlessly closes distance, and then smashes his first attack onto you. I'm assuming a 21 hit. Yep. Yeah, I'll roll the second one just in case. I'm going to go 17. Yeah, I mean, he rolled... He has like a plus 7 to hit. His first slam with his fist. 17 points of bludgeoning damage. The second, 15 points of bludgeoning damage. And I need you to make acrobatics Un or athletics un check. Uncanny dodge. That's your reaction. Now roll acrobatics or athletics. Uh, that's a 14. He rolls a 16. So you get lifted up by the two smaller arms. And like a berserker's rage, you get thrown across the room. Oh, fuck. <laughs> so once you slam into the ground, you take an additional 14 points of bludgeoning damage. And you want to uncanny dodge one of them? I un yeah, I uncanny dodged the, the one that was 17. So round it up, it'd be nine. Yep. Next up is Gilliam. <laughs> I'm sure they're doing great in there. Don't even worry about it, Star. As you guys are running through the hallway, go ahead and make uh, perception. Do you want me to roll with theirs or do you want advantage? Uh, roll with theirs. This is not my thing. I rolled a four. Natural one. Nice. <laughs> Jeez. All right. Here's what I'm going to do. You two keep looking for the weapons. Which way to the throne room or is that where you said they were? Where did you say they were? If you're looking for where the Emperor used to sit, it would be the very top, past the third floor. Right. What floor are we on? The second. Okay. You're going to run ahead. If things are as bad as you say, then they count on my aid and I'll count on yours. Or as we say, fuck it, we ball. Fuck it, we ball. Riptide I motherfucking pirates. Riptide motherfucking pirates. I don't want to waste- you know what I mean? This feels like the move. I say you can leave them behind and begin to rush towards the top as fast as you can on your turn. Yeah. You're not going to make it this turn, obviously. You're on the second. There's a long way to go. Totally fine. Totally fine. All right. Counting on you. So whenever you say this to Star, she looks around and notices that, like, this is just one hallway and there's way too many to explore. She says, I'm going to follow you. I want to get there and help them just as bad as you. So let's stick together and we'll do what we can without our focuses. These two can't be in a battle anyways, assuming there would be one. All right. All right, you begin to rush forward. Uh, they yeah. stay behind. And after about like, you're probably dashing as well. So after yep. about 
45 or so feet, you turn a corner on the second floor of the hallway and just before you can see the steps that lead up to the third in the in the distance but just before you actually see a crevice of light through because everything in this interior is, is is darkened there's no lights that are turned on or anything um you see a crevice of light and you see a few gold coins that are just have a trail almost that are coming out of that room and up the steps but you also notice a giant on the ceiling a giant blue and white spider that you have to pass under to get where you're going. You two go for the gold. Maybe that's where your focuses are. I'll distract El Speedray. They nod and they uh, wait for your- I'm haste myself. It's time to get faster. It's time to get wetter. It's time to get harder. <laughs> and You're I big and fast. Fucking steaming. I'm big. I'm fast. I'm scary. Um, yeah. I mean, uh, can I just? Uh, this it's a fucking giant spider. It's gonna try and attack us, right? So I'll attack it first. Fuck you, spider! I say to the spider as I jump out and kick the shit out of it. Dude, I bet it's such a chill spider and you're just like fucking it it's up for like no reason. It's just like a chilling spider. It's having fun. Wait! Does it have kind eyes? You can only do one or the other. You can either roll athletics to leap to make it to it because it's on the ceiling. It's high up. Yeah. yeah. You are tall. How tall are you? Yeah. No, you're doubled, so like you doubled, were, so like what, 5'1"? Like crazy. So, okay, so... 5'9". 5'10". Yeah, okay, so I'll say you either make an athletics with advantage to reach it, or you can roll insight to see if it has kind eyes. I feel like rolling an insight to see if it has kind eyes is a psychotic thing to do. Yeah, dude, so it's I'm, a spider. We're in the fucking so Dark I'm, Souls arena. So I'm going for the Dark Souls-ass spider. That is two eights, baby, so that's a 16. All right, go ahead and roll your first attack. 16 to hit. A 16 hits. Nice. Do I have all my attacks? Or how does it, how does it, what are, what action wise, what's going on right now? With haste? I mean, I only know rules through Baldur's Gate 3. Which <laughs> means one action equals two attacks if you have two attacks per action. I'm going to do all my attacks. I, first so you, one's a 16. Second one's, a, second one's a fucking natural one. Um, really? Okay, that does haste not hit. attack uh, is a 15. A 15 does hit. I'm going to quicken spell Glacial Blade to make another attack. That's a 19 to hit. 19 hits. That does an additional 10 plus 11 cold damage. I activate my uh, Luxpris Pearl Shard, um, and it has to make a strength save. Okay, how much damage total? Fuck this thing. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry if it has kind eyes. Um, <laughs> uh, 39 damage. I rolled a 17 for the strength save. It doesn't matter, how do you want to do this? <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Um, I look into his eyes and I say, not kind enough. Uh, jump up and just absolutely cut it in two um, and just fucking keep running. That's how I want to do it. <laughs> you slash through its body. It goes <laughs> as it just explodes into viscera around this hallway. As Holy it does, uh, they open up the door to this uh, room filled with stuff that you can't see because you're distracted yep. and it blocks the viscera from impacting any of them and uh, within a moment you start running and within like 30 feet of movement 
for the rest of your round, you start to hear them begin to follow. Uh, that is your turn, though. Okay, just... perfect. Uh, that pretty good turn. <laughs> right. Yeah, right. I looked at the stab block I prepared for Spider. I was like, oh, you could kill that thing. I'm, I'm, I'm going to put it in front of you. <laughs> I just, um, I was just like, I'm going to do as much damage as possible. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right. Okay. Now, it would be Chim. I'm going to attack the sorcerer again. I'm going to do it. I'm going to get it. We're going to get it done. That first one. The first one's going to be, can I get the D4, please? And thank you. Here I go. That's going to be a one. That's a 24 to hit. Second one. We'll give this a shot. Can I get a D4? Thank you very much. Please Let me get you a D4. That's going to be a three. My friend, my friend, my friend, my friend. Three. That's okay. That puts me at a 23. Roll the natural 19, baby. Okay, so that's two attacks we're talking about right now. Two attacks. Can we see a sneak attack? Can we see a sneak attack oh, on the attack? Oh, we might be able to see a little bit of sneak attack on this one. All right. The first one is going to be seven piercing damage. And then we've got some fire. Nine fire damage. So seven piercing, nine fire. That's where we're starting off right now. But we're not ending there because we're going to go down to this. I can have, I can have very much. Because we're going to go down to the sneak attack. We're going to roll it. We're going to roll it. We're going to roll it. A lot of ones. A lot of ones. Oh, we got a 16. We got a 16 on sneak attack. It's not very good, but it's not the worst. It's not the worst. It's okay. We got, a, we got a little bit more damage. We got a little bit more damage. Everybody hang on to your hats. Hold on. Hold on. We're going. That's another one. So we got another four piercing. We're talking about another four piercing. We're not doing too hot. We're not doing too hot. But we got, we got two Ds. Six to talk about right now. We got 2d6. We got 2d6. And these last dice. Last dice. So we're rolling everybody. So they get it. Put your hands together. We're put your hands together. That's two sixes. Making it oh, 12. Oh, shit. 48. Fire That's 48 damage. damage. 48 damage. 48 damage. damage total. Away. That's 48 damage total. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Going once. Going twice. Sold. Sold. This podcast sucks. How the fuck did you do all that? That's crazy. <laughs> I don't know. I just kept talking and it kept adding. He started trying. I stopped switching weapons and actually started using them. And now I'm going to run out of range of the big guy. I want to run to wherever it's like there's something between us. Yeah, it's like it's like one of those bosses where he charges at you, but he just charges forward until he'll hit a wall and stun himself. Yeah, like a pillar or yeah. something. You know what like, I mean? Like yeah. I want to be like out of his view. I'm not hiding necessarily because I don't have a bonus action for that. But like I run to the other side of a pillar and I just stand there. He can know I'm there, but like I don't want to be his <laughs> direct like first thought. You feel me? Maybe he doesn't have object permanence. Where did he go? No, it's, not. <laughs> it's working. <laughs> you carve into this sorceress desperately and it does a significant amount of visual damage you tatter the i don't know how to describe it to be honest but she looks she looks rough cry about it the two prisms elongated prisms that oscillate the orb at the tip of her staff as she takes it she goes <laughs> And she uses it to right herself, and those two prisms sort of snap together like the tip of a spearhead. And this smoky uh, purple magic begins to kind of swirl around it as she starts to lumber towards where you are. And she's going to twirl it and then use it to take basically two stabs at you. Or. I didn't mean it! 15 to hit. Nope. 23 to hit. <laughs> yeah. You take seven points of piercing damage when it embeds into your abdomen, sort of like the lower right side just underneath your ribcage. Okay. And for a second, you've been hit by worse. You're like, oh, it's not that bad. And then whatever this arcane energy that's was swirling around it, you feel it burst inside of you. It's never good when things burst inside you. You take 20 points of necrotic damage. Ooh, yeesh. And they... Uh, your hit point maximum by the way, reduces by 20 as well. Clutching their own wounds after they 
rip it out of your abdomen. <sighs> you will all make fine nutrient for our queen. <sighs> I'm gonna kill the shit out of you. Like, I'm totally gonna kill you. You're so <laughs> evil. Jay, you are restrained, but your mind is your own. Get the fuck out of there. You will be making a deck save at the end of your turn. Okay, no to, matter what. To break out. As you can feel yourself begin to turn. I mean, it's crawling up your legs at this point. Okay. Uh, y y you feel yourself becoming uh, cocooned. Can I get a lay of the land as far as how everybody looks on our on the allied side? Chip looks like he's about to die. In the background, Igneous, Igneous and Griffin and Zamia just recently, uh, Zamia's still chained. They've been taking beatings from being slammed around by both the giant turtle they don't look they don't look great i mean ignis is free and he's fighting with Eurydice, but uh, the battle is ongoing it's not sure who's going to win and griffin wants to run away and help you but gluto the giant turtle uh, smashes him at every turn so the most you could do is shout shoot the sorceress and queen if queen gets into melee with any of these they will die and so they have tried to drown out whatever magic is buffing the rest of the, uh, the crew members from the antagonistic pirate crew from the, the violin player on, the, on their side. And the, while they aren't damaged, they are mentally not looking great. Yeah. Can I hold my turn until the end of this round? You can hold an action. God, I don't know how to... <laughs> Brain is torn between two options and I'm dying inside. Flip a coin. That is how I make a lot of my decisions. Heads, she fights. Tails, she surrenders. I don't know if surrendering is on the table anymore, though. Is it? Uh. Well, we were given a little... They did say it was last chance, but yeah, like... Yeah, but you, I couldn't do anything try. at that point, so... Fuck it, we ball! We yeah! ball! Fuck it, we ball! Fuck it, we ball! Fuck it, we ball! Now we're cooking with peanut oil. We're here. We're fucking here for the long haul, baby. We're gonna take these all down one by fucking one. I guess, I guess one. we are. Okay, um, Nothing for my turn, I'm gonna it. cast- It's fucking time. Oh, to get the fuck out. I'm gonna cast Hunter's Mark on the Sorcerer. Fuck her! I put gas in the room. And, uh, since I can't really escape until the end of my turn, or try to escape until the end of my turn, I am gonna take my shots at the Sorcerer. Or Sorceress. God, I hope Gillian and Star have something good up their sleeve. I hope Star finds her thingamajig. This liquid is crawling up, uh -huh. and if you fail it at the end, you are a bag. So this is potentially your last action. So do you want to shoot the sorceress? Maybe not. Is her fucking like flesh turning into stuff or is she just getting encased? I think whatever this is, it is attaching itself around her, but also kind of moving into her like pores and her nerves and just her body in general. The condition it will impose if you fail is technically petrified, but it doesn't mean that you're made out of cocoon. Okay, can you explain the situation to me? Is this a thing where I attack the shit that's on me, or is that just like a no-go? Here's what I'm saying. You have um, two options mm -hmm. at the end of the turn for this um, weird goo that is trying to uh, absorb you and turn you into nutrients. You can either finish with a strength save to try and rip yourself out of it but because half of your limb has already been or most of your leg has already been you know encompassed you failed the first save you got restrained you don't know the damage is that has already been done mm -hmm. but at least you will be free from it that's one way you can save the second way would be a con save to try and just 
forcefully resist whatever is crawling up your body and into your bloodstream. So are you strong or are you built different? Here's the fun part. They're both the same. <laughs> so is the captain still like dripping it down onto me? No. Okay. So it's just they're just happening. high up on the wall above. Yes. I am going to attack the sorceress. All right. Roll the head. Natural fucking one on the first one. Come Number on, two. bro. Number two. Number two. 26. Give me a minus D4. D4 is only a one. God good. bless. I'm going to fucking kill this sorceress. She got me in this situation. I'm pissed. I'm pissed at her specifically. She sucks. Please. Oh my god. Yes. Here's number one. Please god. Yes. Nine damage plus four. Thirteen damage. Here's number two. My D6 from Hunter's Mark. Two more damage. Fifteen. Come on. Show me the money all with right, this right, D8. Right. D8. Let's show me the money. Five more damage. It's fucking twenty hey. damage. Please die. <laughs> all right. How do you want to end the sorceress? Hey. I mean, definitely there goes our chance at making this oh, yes. peaceful this in is any not way, going shape, peaceful or form. Anymore. I, listen, I, I flipped the I flipped the coin. The coin said, fuck it, we ball. Fuck it, we ball. <laughs> oh, this is bad. <laughs> okay. Um, basically, I guess just in this in this desperate gambit, she she kind of like weighs all her options here. She looks up and for a second just looks it looks like she's ready to be like, fuck it, take my arm and leg, whatever. But then she's like, nah. That's p that's pussy shit. Pussy shit. <laughs> that's what the corruption wants me to do. I'm gonna kill that sorcerer. So she pulls out her gun, whips it back, and fires two shot. One just goes a little bit wide, but the second one, right through the clock in her chest, shattering oh. it, <laughs> killing her. Out of time now, bitch. <laughs> I feel crazy right now. <laughs> so I feel nuts. like we're gonna TPK. Let's go. You know what? That. We need this dub. You know what? We need this. This is a minuscule dub in a fucking sea of L's. Let's go. We better go down balling. If we die, can we cut over to Felipe? Because I'm, I'm just wondering. <laughs> yes. I can't go without knowing. This is very, very, very unfortunate. What's what's unfortunate? Dude, is the sorcerer going to come back? Oh, fuck. No, because that's what the person down in the jail cell... Oh, God. I mean, that happens. I surrender, right? Like, fuck this. I don't even know if you're going to get a chance to surrender. You still have to make that, that save at the end of your turn. Oh, it's okay. I'm going to rip my leg off. What? You're going for the strength save? It would just be a, b a banger way to canonize losing my leg. Like, because like, my future mere self had a lost leg. How the fuck are you going to rip your fucking... That's the, that's the, the strength fuck? save, man. It would be two checks. It wouldn't be just a strength save. It would be whatever check it is to, like, willpower. So... Just to be clear, the vibe I'm getting from this is that there's no way to escape it. There's only holding it off or ripping my leg out of it. I did kind of get the vibe that your leg was already mostly goo. The way it's written is if you made the first deck save and failed, so you began this uh, transformation, uh -huh. and then you were going to make another deck save at disadvantage because you're restrained, and if you pass that one, the effect ends. And if you fail, you're goo. Mm -hmm. You're in the sack, essentially. So way out of the sack, or I'm just dead. <laughs> I, you're not dead, but you're just in the sack. But you're not able to take an action anymore. Your turn would be gone, out of the order. You don't want to be in the sack. It's either you free yourself or you don't. You know what? Actually, I have something crazy here. I have the ring of certainty. <laughs> What's the DC DM? Eighteen. <laughs> oh fuck! <laughs> you're certainly screwed. <laughs> no, sorry. This one is sixteen. Okay. Okay. That's like better. I'm following my heart. It's Dex. I'm doing Dex. Let's see it. And also, I don't mean to be a hater, 
But you do get minus a d4. You are a hater. Oh my god, you're a hater. Roll the d4. I don't want to lose my fucking job. It's only a one. It's only a one. It's only a one. Holy We're shit. Roll the disadvantage. I got a 13. You're so close. You're like three away. Can I have an extra flash of genius just because I'm so smart? No. <laughs> if you don't have it, you don't have it. Can Jay have the bardic inspiration instead? Didn't you already use it? No. I'll allow it. <laughs> <laughs> No fucking way! Is, what, okay, is it what D8? do you need? You need a one or higher. What do you need? Three or higher. You need three or higher on a what? D8? Yeah, it's a D8. Okay. Here we go. Five! <laughs> That's an 18. So even if you had left it at 18 DC, like like you said it was at one time, I would have been okay. Okay! I'm going to have a breakdown, <laughs> We can do this! <sighs> you nail the sorceress and she falls to the ground. Drops the staff. Next to Chip and Gardak, the Manatar. And then you look at this liquid, this this substance that's crawling up your body and, and burning your legs, and you rip it away. And it stops crawling, but you look and you see your skin is inc incredibly uh, inflamed, red. It looks like a giant rash. Much of it has been, you can kind of see some of the uh, bone of your kneecap after the skin has melted away. On one or both legs? We'll say uh, on one that rises all the way up to like your, just underneath your rib cage, like where your navel is. Like oh, that damn. side of your body. So it got like halfway up basically. And it is extremely painful. I do think you have a detriment from it, but we'll get to it on your next turn. But you are freed. And next up is Gardag. As he stalks over to where the sorceress just fell next to you, Chip. I usually roll for the NPCs to see how they're faring. So, before Gardax turns, so let me riff versus Pluto. They actually rolled the same number. Igneous is, is, is already has the upper hand as he's being, um, he's basically fighting four chains by himself, or three chains by himself now. Zamia rolls a natural 20 and does break free to go and help um, okay. both Griff and Igneous. And next up is Kardak, he comes up, he's stuck, and he says, You know, I hate to be the bearer of bad news. As he rips the column next to you off, uh, like just like a chunk out of it, and raises it, like puts it on his shoulder, almost like a, a, like a, log, like a tree log made of stone. He says, Because our captain is blessed, death for us is temporary. But is it for you, I wonder? And then he goes, yeah, Slam it onto you. Once you're dead, morale will fall, and it will be on to the resurrection. But let me roll the hit. The 16 to hit on the first one. Doesn't. Oh, studded leather. You just got one true did God. Did you just get that plus one? Okay, hold one on. One true God, um, please hear me now. I've never done this before, but <laughs> OTG, I need you. I need you to listen to me. It's me, Chip, your favorite I disciple. I forsake my own. The oath. first one falls right next to me. Shout out, JC. You, uh, you, yeah, you managed to scrap out of the way. Dude, I don't move. I'm just praying and my eyes are closed. <laughs> nah, I rolled a natural 20. No! I rolled a natural 20. Oh, the one true God has spoken. I shan't you not. This is the devil's game. Do you know? <laughs> this this is, is the devil's game. You're the wrong person, bro. I'm sending a picture so you know I haven't touched it. You need to see this. Blasphemy! It won't load! I can't! Dude, you have to send it. Otherwise, you're a liar. <laughs> you're lying. Dude, you're lying. 
Uncrit him You're right now. Liar. Uncrit him. I would lie about this if I could. I sent it. It's no. next to my dice. It's not even in a weird place. That placement looks so legit. There's no way. It's so, it's, that's it exactly so what I rolled. Fuck! Just tell me how much I'm gonna uncanny dodge it. You take 35 points of bludgeoning damage. That'd be 18 points of bludgeoning damage half if you're uncanny dodging. I had 13 HP. No! So this pillar, this chunk of it comes slamming down on you, flattens you like a starfish on the ground, and when he pulls it back up, Chip is unconscious. And the <laughs> Gardak looks slightly disappointed, but not surprised. Will. Someone's gotta shut that musician up. Grabs your legs and then just like throws you towards Queen, who uh, sees it coming and like ducks out of the way. But you kind of just go tumbling towards the 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 far side of like the the right wall again, and you just slumped over in the distance now. As the rest of your, I mean, as soon as this happens, you you wouldn't hear it. Jay Wood Griffin goes chip, um, and then gets slammed by an attack. Set. One or two death saves. You do fail one death save. Don't worry, gang. It was a fail, not an epic fail. Thank God. Next up is Gillian. Yeah! I wanna go! I wanna be there! I wanna help! What does it take? You are so fast. At the I moment. am! Do I you need leave. to use all my speed? I'll do it! You leave behind, I mean, yeah, you just won't have an action at the end of the turn, but. You leave behind the others in your group because you're way too fast and you're just sprinting um, intensely. And if I my speed becomes 60 and I can use my action to dash, bringing it to 120, using my second action from haste to dash would bring it to either 180 or 240, depending on how you look it. So uh, I'm zooming. How many dashes does he need, though? Well, that's like a billion. So well, yeah, but I mean, if you I don't get, need to use I, both dashes, <laughs> if I don't need to use all of my actions, I certainly won't. Um, I'll certainly hang on to one if I can. It's a huge balance. You're gonna have to use all the movement. Okay, but let me just double check something. You're moving at about forty feet a second, running about twenty-seven miles an hour. <laughs> 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 I just needed to know for my own. <laughs> You're going as fast as like a small, like like a like a neighborhood. Um, okay, in that case, I'll say at the end of your turn. That's fucking crazy. I'm like an Olympic sprinter. Dude, no one can sprint 30 miles an hour. <laughs> There's no Olympic sprinter. Yeah, nobody runs almost 40 miles an hour. That's insane. Oh shit, I do. Roll perception. Go. Fuck. You saying Bolt's <laughs> fastest running speed was 27 miles an hour? So like. That's me. I mean, I'll do him. Uh, that's a uh 13, 12 plus one. You're able to find a route up. You just keep going up, keep going up, and finding the straightest path. Uh, uh never taking a turn, never taking any curves, and eventually you find yourself uh in a hall that ends at the dead end. But on the left side of this rectangle is this two set of massive doors, and on the other side opposing it are three uh, tall arched windows that have like stained glass, and the door itself, you can tell, has some sort of reflective runes crawling up it. Okay. That's, I think that's all you can do on your turn. I have a bonus action. <laughs> Does the door have a keyhole? What are you gonna do in your bonus action? Yeah. I so, look through it. I guess it. it does, yeah. I look through it. And I missed you step. I don't know if it'll work. <laughs> There's no way. <laughs> it's cracked. It's cracked as fuck, dude. 
I need to help my boys. I look through it. And um, I don't mean to be a rules lawyer per se, but that was sneaky, bro. <laughs> I um, believe I can teleport to where I can see. And um, well, if I can Do you, spy you're the gonna, inside of you're the You're going to make him crush you like a bug. <laughs> You're gonna make him crush you like a bug if just you keep doing it. Every single enemy just turns to me, just immediately aggros just kills me. Because <laughs> I, I do like, I, I am far from max HP, let's just say. Uh, yeah, we all were. Actually, I was I was max HP. I was fine coming into this. Oh, see, I whenever I okay. short rested, I, di I didn't have enough hit dice to... Dude, I did, but faking my own death and like getting killed by slugs and shit... Took, it took like half of my HP. That should hurt. Just roll a perception check one more time to see through this lock. Eleven. <laughs> sure. Are you real with me right now? Don't be. Don't be not real with me. Swear on the one true God that really does it. Sure. I say, shout out OTG, and I blast into silvery mist, and uh, in the middle of the battlefield. A 10-foot-tall Gillian Tide Strider appears. I forgot you were 10-foot-tall. <laughs> burst of light and says... I actually didn't think about what to say at all. I didn't even think I'd get here. Uh, and he says, Fuck it! Weeball! <laughs> and everything looks so, so bad. bad. So bad. And that's where we end the session. Hey, Bisley, hey, Bisley. Let's hear your, your best death rattle, man. Death rattle? <laughs> yeah, like the sound like... you make when you die when all the air gets released. Like, uh, he's not dead yet, he's just <laughs> unconscious. <laughs> he's about to be next He has the opportunity to die. He's deflating like a balloon. <laughs> he's releasing the gas, holy shit. Chip falls to the ground lifeless. His mouth oh. falls open. And you just hear a... <laughs> this is so bad. Oh my god. See you guys on the road where Grizzly tells us how he should have killed us five turns ago. And look at you, making it all the way to the end of our Just Roll With It episode here. You know what happens on this back end. We gotta shout out all our patrons over at patreon.com slash justrollwithit in that $50 high roller tier. Supporting the show, being awesome. Thank you, 58 squids in a trench coat. It's Albert, Tintunu, William B. Wumbo, Insomnia Draws, Zenith Scythe, Kelly the Raccoon, Goodest Lad, Agar Steeljaw, Mr. Anderson, 1078, Mephobia Man, Airy Moment, Mr. Magic Fingers, Water Lenny, Alistair Susie, Brodrick Motif, Final Fan, Faluish, Certified Cringe Fail Loser Boy, Haribo, That One Person, Aldrich, EMT3, Emperor Pengu69, Erica Moon, Kojo Woe, It's Safina, A Pirate with Gout, Mr. C, Gublek Whisperer, Nova Sink, The Game Hunter, Habababagagaba, Awesome. Teeny Ghosts, Willustrator, It's Seafresh, Me Forever Mate, Stoosh Dude, Serizaku, Charlie Darling Songbird, Eclipse 1680 Gaming, The Overlord, Aqua the Kaizaku, Bazozo, Quinn Gibson, Ikofu, Cadus Betus, Epic Chris, Kaylin, Leftover Rice, You Will Rue the Day, Hmm Burger, Titan Storm, Jonathan Bleak, Luke Rambu, Thomas Pierce, Lemon Leviathan, Beebness, Dapper, Ruth the Banana Duck, Unstable Chaotic Cracker, Me as Hell, Hollow Headed, A Moon Beast Fan, Trite Metal, Bree Lee, Daxi Boy, Vapor, 
Oh Kerberos, Colin the Bard, Floofleboo, I'm Butt Flusting, Beans, Pupper in a Spacesuit, Cribwind, Wolfie, JAIDS2604, Joey Madness, Pippin the Alchemist, Mega Psionics, Tane Lambert the Snazziest, Sweet Cacti, Baka7, Cows the Folded Pizza Zone, The Awesome Man, F-Bomb 02, F-Bomb, Amber Curry, Robert Gangwer, Chilean Vibe Strider, Man Made Imp, Magu, Jordan Darlin, I Am In Your Walls, Abby, Katie, and Elliot, Sam and Ducky, Sarah Lester, Mr. Nacho, Wild James, Sammy Bo the Second, Kev Senpai, Bisley's Burger, Finrua, Mitchell Iverson, Mithril Gear 417, Boss Goat, Captain Lafayette and Crew, Narwhal Shellfish, Rikor Tamsin, Derpy Tricks, Geekly Legend, Probins, Zero Codex, Deathclaw, Sandy007, William Smith, Apple, Soul of a Pep, Big Man Christian, Blue Blend Blop, Big Blue Bear Boy, Lee's the Washed Up Bard, Zerberus, Elvish Cyborg, Obligatory References, Cryosana Sin, Spinyaks, Buttery Toast, Raytheon, Expoogaloo, Luckiest Valentine, Jacob Martinez, Kirby Wafro, Sylves Saul, Bionicle D&D, Jason the Fricker, Teddy Lovebites, Hanko, Unoya Loon, Gillian's Biggest Fan, The Godly King, Cornier Comet, Sorcerer Punk, Charm of the Bard, Riker Kirotu, Kitsune, Nonslottle, Asterian Nix, George Benji, Funny Hats Incorporated, JRWI Enjoyer, Divinator, and Jay Newell. Thank you everybody in that list and all the patrons who are not on that list. It means so much that you would support us doing this, you know. I could not imagine where I'd be in my life without you guys and you supporting, not to get parasocial, but I really appreciate it. Uh, it has absolutely changed my life and made me be able to do so much cool stuff. So thanks, or whatever. Fuck you. I don't know. Uh, bye.